asked to be picked, and in some cases, never picked at all. Welcome to Music Raygun. My name is Paul Champanelli. My name is Kirk Pinchon. And this is the show for which every episode we choose a musical topic, then watch video clips about that topic and talk about the clips. Isn't that so, Kirkalicious? That is so. And let me tell you something, Paul. Mm-hmm. You're tall enough. I'm, <laughs> I wish I was a little bit taller. You're tall enough and you're baller. I'm not literally, though. <laughs> but you wish. I wish I had a girl who was who looked good. I would call her. <laughs> you would. You know what? Just on a tangent, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was either Friday or this morning taking mm-hmm. uh, the kids to school. We were talking about that song because they know that song. What song? I wish I was a little bit taller. Oh, yeah. Those are the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, right? Who knew? Yeah. The song you know by heart. I wish by Skilo. Yeah. yeah. You know what other three things I wish for? You In wish, no particular order. <laughs> you wish you had a hatchback? A hatchback? With a spare tire in the back seat? Yeah, but that's flat. But that's flat. Yeah. <laughs> no, a rabbit, a bat, and a 64 Impala. <laughs> oh, that's right. One of those you can get. <laughs> uh, I do have a hatchback. Yeah. With a spare tire. But so it's not no, flat. It's not flat. Because no. you're responsible. Yeah. Uh, yes, those are the lyrics to I Wish by Skilo. Jam. One Hit Wonder from 1995. Fantastic, man. And uh, my favorite of the one hit wonders I've referenced so far, you know how I. Oh yeah, I love you. That song so you, of anyone I know, you love that song the most. No oh, one loves really? that song. Really. <laughs> Sir, legit, yeah. no one does. I was in junior high school when that came out. Mm. Uh, it came out the summer of '95, and I remember the last day of seventh grade where they just kind of literally gave us a field day where they have yeah. like a cookout and we play outside, uh, and. Like, we had a boombox, and we were playing that, and that was, like, the new hit. Yeah. Like everyone was just going bananas for Yeah. It. it was so catchy. And you're like, this is the new sound. And it's a little corny in the way that, like, being in junior high is the perfect age for that song. Yes. For, for that to be. Yes. Nice. If I were a little older, I'd be like, what is this corny shit? No, even back then, <laughs> it was good. I was 25, I was like, it's not fucking oh, Okay, rocks. good. That's good to oh, know. Oh, people love that. Everyone yeah. loves this song. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. good, yeah. good, good. Uh, but, um... We're not talking about one-hit wonders today. No. We are, though, talking about the 90s, basically. Roughly, yeah, for the most part. Because this is our Neo Soul episode. It's Neo Soul And this is a Kirk episode. Yes. I'm very excited because I didn't have to do any homework for you this You could episode. just sit and soak up that Neo Soul. Yeah. I usually, like, you know, research my shit and take a lot of notes, and I'm always, like, stressing out. I'm like, oh, we've got the podcast coming up. I need to do my homework. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything for this one. Because Kirk picked all the clips. Yes. I have no idea what I'm about to see. You're about to get just ensconced in, in Neo Soul smoothness, yeah. man. I know what Neo Soul is. Yes. Although I can't really define it. You know what? Interesting that you say that. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of how a lot of people feel. Because it's just, it's soul music. It's soul music that kind of got uh, around late 80s a little bit and then yeah. early 90s and then by the mid to late 90s and the early 2000s it was huge yeah it didn't go away it's still the same music it's not marginal it's not no. underground it's mainstream but it's not R&B it's not like like the best way to describe it is it's like around that time it's not like Jagged Edge yeah or Next or Drew Hill right it's it's a little more grounded in 70s R&B and 
It's uh, not pop R&B no. or hip-hop R&B, but a little more toward, like, the adult contemporary Yes, side. and they also call it, like, progressive soul because mm-hmm. they always had a statement and stuff. Yeah. What's interesting is that I always knew it's it was it was it was a neo soul the name is a marketing tool that was literally made up it's a really good one though because it sounds like what yes. it is this is this is very interesting that you said that because i'm gonna yeah. get into this right now it was made up by uh, a woman named uh kadar massenberg mm-hmm. and she was a music exec at motown mm-hmm. and this was right around the time where the rumor goes that it was um, it was D'Angelo's Brown Sugar album that blew up, and Erica Badu was around that time as yeah. well, Maxwell. And they're like, "Oh, there's this kind of different kind of R and B sound. We need to call it something mm-hmm. for marketing purposes." And this and this woman was like, "It's neo soul." Yeah. And everyone went, "Okay, it's yeah. neo soul. Perfect. It's yes. not going to get any closer to the mark than that." Yeah. And she went and had a copyright, so she like ah. owns it. Now, of course, similarly with grunge. Every artist is like, no, it's not. No, we're not neo soul. Yeah, we don't like calling it neo soul. Like, again, Mr. Questlove mm-hmm. uh, on his podcast where uh, Raphael Sadiq was on, mm-hmm. they brought it up to him, and Raphael, they called Raphael Sadiq on it. Uh, Tony, 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 Tony's Raphael Sadiq, and Raphael was like, I fucking hate that neo soul neo soul term. The term, not the music. No, loves the music. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I fucking hated that. And one of the co-hosts is like, yeah, it's a whack name, but out of that whack name came beautiful music. Which I was like, what a great point. And then Questlove said, yeah, the name sucks, but if I'm in a record store and I want to find some Neo Soul, I don't want to have to search through thousands upon thousands. I just want to get my Neo Soul. So however whack it was, it made sense. Mm-hmm. And even, even like even like Raphael's like, yeah, I get that it made sense. He's like, he just hated the name. I, I kind of, I mean, why is it whack? I think it's, it's like perfectly descriptive. I think it's perfectly descriptive. Yeah. I think people, anytime someone, it feels like anytime an artist hears something from an exec, they just go, yeah, fuck that. Just because it's marketing. Because it's because like Neo is sort of like, oh, it's new wave or it's new age or, or yeah. like it's new now, but in five minutes it's going to be old. <laughs> yes. There was that concern of like, you're yeah. calling it Neo Soul, so you're time stamping it. Right. And also, it's not new. It's the same soul that it always was. Yeah. So um, I always thought that that was really interesting. So, yeah. But it was like someone literally with marketing was like, we're calling this Neo Soul. And then everyone's like, yeah. But I think, but, yeah, but I think it becomes necessary because when you say soul, I think of a specific thing that's very 60s and 70s. Yes. And it's like. The history of soul music is long enough now that I need something to differentiate new soul from old yeah. soul. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of artists were just like, "Don't call it that." Yeah, and because uh, it labels it, it and, labels yeah. it and stuff. And apparently, because Questlove knows everyone, uh, <laughs> and around that time too, uh, when uh, Kadar had a copywritten, mm-hmm. he went up to her and he's like, "You just ended it. The thing you just copywritten." Is now ended because you copyrighted it. Yeah. And he's like, because you put a label on it and stamped it, now no one's going to want to be called that. Right. Which right. was kind of true. Although the sound is still out today. There's really no... It's not like it went away. Yeah. It's all the same. Just, you know, they still call it Neo Soul too, so... Yeah, and you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. There's no... If, especially if you like, like I hate marketing too, but as a music nerd, 
I love, you know, genres and subgenres and subgenres of yeah. subgenres. And, like, it makes things easier to talk about when you give something a name. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be like, if we did, okay, let's name our top five soul artists. You're like, okay, well, this is going to take, like, an hour. Yeah. yeah. Or if you go, give me your top five. Motown artists. Yeah. Or. Neo soul. Or neo soul Or new Jack Swing. Yeah. Or, it just makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah. Or disco artists. Yeah. Or, you know. Uh, not every name is a label, and I get that, okay, this name was created by and then copywritten by yeah. a, a marketing exec, yeah. but it still save, serves the same purpose yes. as if a critic came up with it in a review yes. or something. exactly. It serves the same purpose. Yes. And also worked. Yeah. It sold a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about today. Yes. And the music is great. Yes. So you want to just jump into it? Let's jump into it. Going to hit okay. you with the disclaimer, everyone. Mm-hmm. I did not add D'Angelo to this. Okay. Just because. Too obvious? Too obvious. Yeah. We all know D'Angelo. So the summer here, we got some We got some obvious ones. We also have some deep cuts. Uh, yeah, for, for... Obviously, this is one of those topics where your knowledge yeah. is just so, so much deeper than mine. I'll be interested uh, to hear... Some of these artists, I don't know who they are. Yeah, there's going to be a couple real deep. A lot of them, I know only like one or two songs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I, take, me on a, take me on a journey. Take you man. on a journey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to start with pre-Neo-Soul. Proto-Neo-Soul. Proto-Neo-Soul, though no one called it that. <laughs> right. Uh, but this is... Because it's only a retroactive. Yes. Yeah. This is... We're going to start in... Oh, we start in 92. Mm-hmm. That's right. Before any of the real Neo-Soul came out. Now, I know you know this artist. I know this artist, but I know her primarily by her father and brother. (laughs) You said the brother! Okay, this is Nina Cherry. Yes. You know her father because... Don Cherry, very famous jazz artist. Yes. And you know the brother... Because he had a huge inescapable hit in the late 90s called Save Tonight, a one-hit wonder. Eagle Eye Cherry. Eagle Eye Cherry. Let me tell you something. That song's good. I have no problem with that song. On its own merits, it's fine, but they overplayed the shit oh, yeah. out of it so badly yeah. when it was a hit that I really can never hear it again. I It makes me think of just moving to L.A. because that's when it happened. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It was like 97. Yeah, 97. Yeah. So this is Nina Cherry. Now, this is interesting because Nina Cherry came out 89 mm-hmm. with a dance track called Buffalo Stance. That's the big one. That's the big hit. Yeah. And that this sounds nothing like that. Okay. This sounds real neo-soul. This is called Buddy X. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you the history behind the story in a sec. But this video, you look at this video and you'll go, oh, wow. Every R&B song after this, every video copied this kind of style. You'll see oh, what I'm talking about. This was an early... This okay. was an early... You'll look at this video and you're like, wow. They, a lot of R&B artists did this kind of style. Yeah. Video. So this is Buddy X from 1992. So it's basically women on one side, men on the other, yeah. kind of having at it with each other. Are they going to have like a dance-off? No, you would think that, but this is not the type of song. Okay. It's just funny, too, because Janet Jackson did this for one of her songs. Oh, yeah. This is very, like, if. And you want this. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Nina. Uh-huh. So this is kind of the vibe. It's very groove. It's very, like, mid-tempo. Yep. The fashion is very 92. 
Very, very 92. <clears throat> sort of desaturated, sepia tone. Yes, which is very 90s. Yeah. So everyone kind of copied this early one. And she's Swedish. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't know she was Swedish. That's thought she was British. But she was, they, they were, uh, she was born in Sweden and then they like moved to like DC or something like that. Okay. Here's the hook. You won't know this though. No, I don't think I've ever heard this. Yeah. This was like one of those like Buffalo Stance came out and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Nina Cherry's gonna be around forever. <laughs> she never became huge. She never became huge. Yeah. And this was the first single of her second album. Yeah. Which was gonna be big. And it got a lot of credibility and a lot of good critic reviews. But it didn't hit. Because this is just too mellow. It's too different. Yeah. No, I can see that. It's yeah. not. It's not a it's not a hit single. No, it's not. At it's all. good, but yeah, this this yeah, there's no obvious hook in it. No, it's yeah. not. But it's a it's a very early kind of version of neo soul. Yeah, that kind of mellow tone. But the reason why I actually picked it too is the song's called Buddy X. Mm-hmm. Buddy X is Lenny Kravitz. Ah. And basically, she wrote this because. She went on tour with Lenny Kravitz early on in her career, and he was fucking everything. And he was married to Lisa Bonet. Wait a minute, when you say fucking everything, are you using fucking as an intensifier and saying he was the biggest thing in the world? Or are you saying he was having sex with everything that moved? He was having sex with everything that moved. That's what I thought you meant. Yes. Okay, yes. Because yes, was, this was around Let Love Rule. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't huge yet. Yeah. So, and she would open for him, and he's. Uh, he would go into hotels, and his uh, pseudonym was Buddy X. Okay. His hotel n- name was Buddy X, and she was friends with Lisa Bonet, and she's just like, "I see you fucking everyone. Yeah, you're literally fucking everyone in these hotel rooms, Buddy X." So she wrote this song. It's kind of like, "Hey, uh, Lisa, your man's fucking everyone." Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's kind of the history of it. And then again, at the end, there's a little bit of piano, which you didn't have in a lot of R&B. Well, or Neo Soul. But then piano became the sax of the 90s. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Oh, Paul. I'm going to get That's right into good. this right now because just because of this. I, I just want to, as a code, to say when Save Tonight came out, a lot of people were remarking like, oh, this guy is uh, Nina Cherry's yeah. brother. And because I'm a little younger, I was like, who the fuck is that? I never heard. <laughs> Even though it was less than 10 years yeah. since Buffalo Stance, yeah. to me, being like 14 at the time, Eight years earlier might as well have been on an entire generation. I had never heard of yeah. that song or yeah. Nina Cherry. So yeah. you heard Buffalo Stance much later. Then. Much later. Yeah. Eagle Eye Cherry is the first cherry I ever heard of. <laughs> did Did you like Buffalo Stance when you heard it? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good song. It's yeah. a good dance song. Yeah, it's a good dance song. So now we're getting into '93, mm-hmm. and this is a lot of people will say that this artist and the song that came from it is the first neo soul song. Oh, yeah. Uh, 93, this is Michelle and Deggio Cello, mm-hmm. who I love. Who I know primarily for her big hit song with John Mellencamp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When they Wild, covered Van yeah. Morrison's yes. Wild Night. That's right. The, That's we're right. still in the years of me being allowed to watch only VH1. That was on VH1. And that was... A lot. A, like, the ultimate yes. 90s VH1 hit. Yes. Yeah. You will like this song. I know she's also later when I got into bass, I learned that she's like she's an amazing bass, an amazing bass. Yeah, player. she's a yeah. sick bass player, and yeah. this is her first song called "If That's Your Boyfriend." Parenthetical, it wasn't last. He wasn't last night. Oh, yeah. Dip. 
and she plays bass <laughs> on this. Now, there's a there's a video for it, and the video is very arty, mm-hmm. and it's fine. It's good. But then I found this, and I was like, well, we have to play this, because this is uh, from the Jon Stewart show on MTV. Yeah, sure. 1993, Jon Stewart looking like a baby. I mean, he was probably 30 here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, with all that, all that thick, all that thick, brunette hair, brunette hair, not silver, yeah. But he had a comedy show, and it's a little weird because it was basically a comedy show with guests, yeah. And to have Michelle and Deggio Cello on was pretty cool, but she was nobody, she was just a nobody. So was he. I mean, who was Jon Stewart before this show? Like, what stand up comic, yeah, he was just a stand up comic who got a MTV talk show, but I remember it, I remember it, yeah. So that when he took over The Daily Show, it was like, the guy from the MTV yeah. show? That guy? Yeah. Yes. He's going to take over for Craig Kilborn? <laughs> I don't uh, think so. What are they thinking? That's going to be nothing. Yes. Anyway, let's watch this. God, he's... The 90s were a great time. He's so cool sitting on the arm of his chair. And the chair is like a random retro chair. Beavis and Butthead creator Mike Listen Judge. There's guests coming up next week. House, anthrax, and uh, then on Tuesday, <laughs> because that's a... Uh, a talk show host wearing jeans? A sweater? Plantation Lullaby. So this is considered the first Neo Souls. Okay. That's your boyfriend. Please welcome Michelle and Dege Ocello. And she fucking kills it here. It's real Neo Soul. Yep. Slap at the bass, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. She's so good at the bass. Yeah. Yeah, you got that background singers. I love this song so much. And this was pretty, because this is 93, and it's kind of towards the end of like New Jack Swain. Yeah. So this was pretty revolutionary. You're like, wait. First of all, you're like, wait. There's a woman singing and playing bass at the same time. And then the, just this whole sound was very, very yeah, different. Less, less synthy, more yep. jazzy, more yep. funky. Yep. This is a great, it's a great album. Putting you out of business, Teddy Riley. <laughs> yeah. You are done. And it's a little bit of rap, because there is some rap in Neo Soul. There's a little crossover there. Friend, boyfriend, yes, I had your boyfriend. <laughs> oh, so good. And also, because you're like, it's a band. Like, this is yeah, a definitive live band. music. It's just yeah. not three singers and four synth players. Right. Yeah. I recognize this. I think I've heard, I think I've heard this before. Yeah, this was probably one of her... This was her biggest hit. Besides, the, of course, the Joshua Lennon. <laughs> now, in 2018, she came out with this cover album. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting the name of it. But the album, she covers... It's crazy. She covers Ralph Tresvant's Sensitivity. Yeah. She covers Lisa Lisa and Colt Jam. Nice. She covers Albie Shore. Ooh. She covers TLC... It's like Ooh. all these songs. Which like TLC song? Waterfalls. Oh, okay. And it's literally, she covers Prince sometimes, it snows in April. It's a great cover, and she literally just takes every song in another direction. But you get this feeling that she's like, I loved all these songs. Yeah. So I'm just going to fucking do them and yeah. do them my way. I highly recommend that. Not 2018 cover album. Uh, cover album. I can't remember the name. But it's great. 
Yeah, there's, you know, as a fan, sometimes cover albums are like, you're kind of like, okay, like I'll buy this because I'm a completionist, but yes. But I almost like, if I were a rock star, I would be so eager to get big enough that I could do a covers album. Yeah, wouldn't you like, you're like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm popular enough that I can just do whatever I want now. I'm just going to do a cover album of all my favorite songs. Because you can, you're like, well, that's, yeah. I, I just want to do this. Yeah, but it's uh, and then it becomes into a, a, just a, a big long extended jam. Oh, that's right. She plays keyboards too. While, yeah, while the bass is still strapped to it. Yes. Do you know what that bass is from her? I didn't recognize it, so I'm sure it's one of those like sort of custom makers. Oh. You know what I mean? It's not like a. Yeah, it's not an easily identifiable to me. But it's probably one of those brands that like. Real, real good bass players yes. buy, you know, it's like wicked yeah. expensive, and it's yeah, like, that's what I would imagine too. Uh, but she's she's still around, she still records, she's never stopped recording, yeah, she's kind of like the musician's musician, people really like her. Um, but yeah, this is very early and very like, oh, this is what what Neo Soul would be called. I wonder if she still has to deal with like, you know, she does a show and it's you know, 99 out of 100 people there are her core audience who are there for, for her music. But there's always going to be, like, that one white boomer who saw in the newspaper that she was going to be playing. And they go because they want to hear Wild Night. Yeah. And they probably go, Wild Night! Wild Night! It's just like, uh, yeah. my guy. John's not go, here. Yeah, go to John's show. Yeah. <laughs> go to John's show. Yeah. Maybe he'll play it. So that was it. The rest is just like random interview talk with John. We don't have to listen. Oh, we can skip that. Yeah, we can skip that. But that's literally, that's just such a moment in time. Yeah. Yes, yeah, oh, like this, all the blousy shirts that they're wearing uh, on that stage. I mean, you know how we feel about blousy shirts. Yeah, but her shaved head is uh, is immune to time. No. It's always a classic look. Has not stopped, and she's not stopped it. Yeah. Always that look. Um, uh,. Okay, the next artist I know, because he was a big deal in the late 90s. Because he's one of the most 90s. important artists in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is kind of like my, okay, I'm not putting D'Angelo, so I'm going to put Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like Maxwell better. I kind of like Maxwell better. <laughs> now, I, that's a little sacrilegious. Yeah. Also, Maxwell has more albums to enjoy. Yeah. D'Angelo's got three. Yeah. D'Angelo's one of those artists who, like... Goes eleven years between yeah. albums, and so you're like, my guy, your yeah. albums are all amazing, but you only got three. Yeah, um, Maxwell also is just smooth. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, this is oh we jumped to ninety six. Okay. So this is something something so, something 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 something. Okay. This is this is also this is a Kirk song. This is also an Anne song. Anne loves this song. We've had Maxwell on the show before. Yes. And I remember you telling me that Anne's yeah. a big Maxwell Anne's fan. Anne's a big Maxwell fan. Although Maxwell, like, Neo Soul isn't what I would think is Anne's favorite thing. No. But she does have a few... Who's that Japanese artist that you both like? Oh, Monday Mishiru. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, or Maxwell, who yeah. I know she's a fan of. She, she enjoys the Maxwell. This is this is Maxwell getting, getting low. 96, you Nine, said? 96, yeah. So again, it's got that sepia tone. And... All right, I could I could listen to Max. I listen to Maxwell so much. I should listen to more Maxwell. It's so just mellow and oh, '90s doing a bit in a taxi cab. Yeah, it's not fun. 
<laughs> is it Donald Logue as Jimmy the Cab Driver? <laughs> oh, no. no but that guy's so. worked a lot. I've seen him in some work. Yes, he's he's Charlie's landlord, and it's always yeah, sunny in so Philadelphia. Oh, my God, Paul. Yeah. That's right. That is him. Oh, he's yeah. worked a long time. Yeah. yeah, I think he's in his 90s, I think. Oh, my God. He must yeah, be. Because yeah. this is 96. And this is Maxwell's from uh, Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite. So this is his first album. And this is like his second or third, second or third cut. Yeah, he's a real good-looking guy, and he's uh, got all that hair. Yeah, he's got that great hair. hair. Just still looks good to this day. Yeah. Uh, I all, all day. This is like all day I could listen to this. Yeah, this this like when I think of Neo Soul, yes. the first name I think is Erica Badu. The second yeah. name I think is Maxwell. Same. Yeah. Again, that and Erica. We'll get to Erica Badu, but they're like, oh, she's the queen of. Yeah. She's the queen of it. And they, they're like, they're like, D'Angelo's the king. But I was like, well, Maxwell's my king. <laughs> I love D'Angelo, but yeah. Maxwell, it's just so like, you can just kind of swim in it. Yeah. Like, I would, if I owned panties, I would throw my panties at, my, at Maxwell. <laughs> it's like, it's just enough funk. It's just enough, like, smooth yes. jazz. It's just enough R&B. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, everything is the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. And like, hey, Paul, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, women like Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> women like D'Angelo too. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But Maxwell's just. Yeah, yeah. He. Um, it's funny. He did like three albums in a row, all uh-huh. huge, and then took like an eight-year break. And didn't come out with an album through 2009 called Black Summer Night. Mm-hmm. People lost their shit. Yeah. People were like, oh my god, Maxwell's new Maxwell. It was yeah. a huge album for him, too. Huge. Yeah, I remember, I mean, this is the 90s, so I'm listening to, like, alternative radio, and then around this time I'm discovering classic rock for myself. Yeah. So I'm getting into, like, Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. Was this your brief Doors phase? I did have a Doors phase between Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. Okay. Uh, but I don't I don't claim them yeah. anymore. I still love Hendrix and Zeppelin. I don't care for the Doors. Yeah. But anyway, I wasn't listening to any current R&B yeah. at the time. But I do remember if I was like channel surfing or checking out M- MTV whenever Maxwell was on, I'd kind of stop and watch the video. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, I like this guy. Oh, he's so great. Yeah. This is uh, the minute he came out, I was like, oh, this is Kirk music. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. for me. This is also, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. this is on his album, but this is also from a great movie called Love Jones. I remember that movie. Yeah. Which I mean, I haven't seen it, but I remember it existed. Very, it's a very neo-soul movie. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really good. Yeah. But yeah, that I remember a- this video, though. I remember what I remember is the one we've seen on, we've watched on the show before. That's uh, don't, Ascension, Don't Ever Wonder. Yeah. That's what we've watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was, you know, that was, that was for that was for F jams. Yeah, that was for that was for F jams. This is so. I mean, you can just put this on and yeah. like, it's so. You can just hang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and it's good. like oh. played at night in the day, rainy day music. Yeah. You can you can play this at a party. Or you can play it when you're alone. Yes. Or you can yes. Yeah. yeah. You, you can, can fall move. asleep to it, or you can. Make, Mac to it, Mac or you to, it, dance you can to it, to it. Yeah, yeah can, that's why. Yeah. That's why Maxwell for do me the is dishes everything. to it. Everything it fits yeah. everything, and that's yeah. why Maxwell 
is uh, is my number one Neo yeah. Soul. Damn, that was good. Yeah, was good. it's it's very unassumingly good. Yeah, it's, it's so Does low it? key. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Which is why I really enjoy it. Yeah. I We're really gonna get like low key again. Uh, yeah. Now this artist, <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna about to hear some French Neo Soul. French Neo Soul. French Neo Soul. It's, it was inevitable, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. This works pretty well. I really like it. This yeah. is Les Nubiens. Well, you know I love French pop music. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, uh, when I was putting this together, I was like, well, of course I'm going to put Les Nubiens. Yeah. Les Nubiens are from Paris, obviously. Mm-hmm. We see they're sisters, and I know I'm going to butcher their names. Uh, this is uh, Elan and Celia Fossa. Okay. Um so, I oh my god, when this is, what is this? This is 98. So when this came out, I bought this album, played the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to hear my favorite song from them called Demain, which is French for tomorrow. Okay. And uh, we're going to see them. <laughs> this is so 90s again. So let's just see them on the Chris Rock show. The Chris Rock Show. Yeah. From the John Stewart Show to the Chris Rock yeah, Show. the time frame, man. Cable talk shows with young comedians. Yep. Uh, who are now old comedians. Who are now old comedians. <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, so yeah, I've never heard of this band. I don't remember seeing any videos by them or anything. How did you know? Was it just from like R&B radio? Just R&B radio. They got, came play out, on they radio. got played and I was like, well, I'm going to buy them now because it's great. Yeah. All in French. Um, they did actually, they do a cover of uh, Chardet's Sweetest Taboo on their debut album. Oh, nice. pretty good. A little different, but you're going to you're gonna listen to it and obviously you're going to be like, yeah, this sounds French because it's French. But the feel, you also go, this feels French. I'm really psyched to hear it. Okay, yeah. Because like, I don't understand a word of French, but I like anything in French. You're going to like these these two sisters. Yeah. They're okay. pretty great. Is it as good as Mini Petite Souris? It's so much equally good. <laughs> Not better. Off their current album, Princess Nubians. Please welcome Les Nubians. <laughs> Chris Rock's like, I got it. Yeah, he's like, nailed it. Yeah. So it's very jazzy. Yeah. Oh, I love it already. <laughs> when they kick in, it's uh, great. They're wonderful. They're having a little secret now. now. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Oh, that... I love this so much already. And anyone who's French is like, oh, I get it. This is actually the title. I mean, so this is the first cut on the album. Yeah. They open with Demain. This appeals to both the thing I love about French pop music and the thing I love about like Tropicalia and Bossa Nova and like Brazilian music. Like your, uh, all that stuff that I've played. Yeah. Around. Yeah. And your Gal Costa. And your, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, and they still—they're uh, still around too. They still uh, perform around uh, Paris. This was their big moment. This uh, uh, their first debut album was a big album for them, and then subsequently, less and less and less. Well, I mean, Neo Soul—it's—it's it's one of those genres where, like, yeah, it had a big pop, and then for the mainstream, sort of faded away. But it never yeah. really. Yeah. It kind of went back to being a little more alternative. Yeah. Not in sound, it just became less popular. Yeah. 
So French. So what did she say? I don't She's know. She's saying tomorrow. Something's yeah. going to happen tomorrow. We don't know. Even though I took French, I can't understand anymore. I just know that something's happening tomorrow. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, j'ai le béton, j'ai petit jacusto. Yeah. Oh, that drummer's cool too. Yeah, this is very jazzy, uh, jazzy neo soul. Right, that's why I like neo soul. Yeah. Also, neo soul's good live. Yeah, I would think it. Yeah, I would it's think just, it would be. You can just lay back and just be like, yeah, because yeah. they know their shit. Everyone's kind of just a pro. French nail it. Yeah. Uh, everyone has good backup singers. Love that. See? What did she say? Respect and then what for every one of us? I missed that part. Okay. But she meant. But she said she did say. Demand means tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I heard that. So maybe all that respect's gonna happen tomorrow. That's not tonight. <laughs> Chris Rock. <laughs> he ran that stage. He's like, wait, we're for a split second. He thought he ran out when there was like another verse. Yeah. That was ill. Yeah. Did you be in? They are wonderful. That was we cool. Yes. Neo Soul is cool. Neo Soul is cool. And yeah. that's it for the 90s part. There's no more Neo Soul in the 90s. What? Just that. Just that. that we're was already the, in the 2000s? We're, we're already into the 2000s. Okay. So I thought we were going to do some 90s Erica, but we'll get to Erica in we'll the 2000s. We'll get to 2000s. Erica in the okay. 2000s yeah. to make it a little special. I also don't know this next artist. You don't? Okay. This is music. Yeah. But do you know Music Soul Child? I don't think so. Okay, it's the same guy. Is he started out as Music Soul Child? Music with a Q. Yeah, Music yeah. with a Q. And his uh, his real name is Talib Johnson. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not Music it's with not a music, Q. Soul, music, Child? Soul Child. No. Okay. Uh, and he's from Philly, mm-hmm. and he is Music Soul Child. And then for his first album, and then I think for his second album, which was called Just Listen, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm just music. I'm not music soul child anymore. Okay. Once this, again, this sort of evokes John Mellencamp to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is like... I'm Johnny Cougar. I'm Johnny no, I'm just John Cougar. No, I'm John Cougar Mellencamp. No, no I'm just John Mellencamp. Yeah, I'm just music. Yeah. So this is uh, Just Friends, Parenthetical Sunny. Mm-hmm. I love this song. This song is a jam. This is... He's a very talented guy. And like D'Angelo, I can play all the instruments and things like that. It's one of those things where you're like... If there was no Maxwell and no D'Angelo, he'd probably be the guy. Okay, but uh, there is a there is a D'Angelo and there is a Maxwell, so you're you're like a tier below, just, just a tier below. Do you think there are music snobs who think that who say like, no, music is better than Maxwell and D'Angelo? No, there's no, no possible way. Okay, he's great, 
And I have his two first albums, and they're amazing. Yeah, and he produces a lot and stuff. But no, okay, um, he doesn't have he doesn't have that it factor. Um, this song is great though. This song's uh, this song's a little bit more up tempo. And this is two thousand two thousand. Okay, so I was listening to a lot of like Bell and Sebastian, oh god, yeah. Nick Drake, and also Tom Waits. Oh okay, okay. That's what I was into when I was a college freshman. Who's Why didn't I have more friends? I can't figure it out. You, why weren't you listening to Neo Soul? Who's Nick Drake? Nick Drake was a folk artist in the late 60s and early 70s. Okay. He recorded that song Pink Moon that they used in the Volkswagen commercial where they're driving. Yes. Okay. That that That's the only thing I know. Yeah. And he died, possibly killed himself when he was like 26 or 27. Okay. That's very uh, but, yeah, Well, yes. But very, very, very like sort of light. Britishy folk oh, okay. music, yeah, that's what I was into when I was eighteen. <laughs> Wasn't listening to the R and B that or neo soul that was on. You're not listening to so, music soul child, just so I friends. Don't know who music is, but this is a good song. I'm this about is, to. This might be the most uh, up tempo song of the whole thing. Okay, second, second most. All right, a little beatbox. Yep, and the beatbox is in the single. Too. Oh, cool. It's not just for the video. And the hook on this is amazing. Very, very oh, keyboard yeah. heavy. Because he, he, his main instrument is keyboard. All right. Yeah, it just kicks yeah. in. Yeah. Got a little bounce to it. Because it's Philly. And he's about to kick into it now. I love it. This was a huge song. And like a huge like holy shit, this is your debut song? Yeah. It was big. I don't recognize it at all, but I like it. I wonder if you'll know maybe when the hook comes in. Okay. It's right here. Here's the hook. Okay. We can still be it's not ringing a bell, but I, I dig it. I love this hook. This hook yeah. drives me crazy. See, his license plate said Soul Child. I see that. And then he wants to be like, shit, I'm not Soul Child anymore. I'm just music. But I can see it like like Maxwell and D'Angelo are these like superhero level, like good yes. looking guys, yeah. sex symbols, and this is he's just like a regular dude. He's a little more around the way guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he doesn't have that like star power, but he's just really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's also like like just even the video, like the videos kinda all look the same. Yeah. And even here. Especially you're like, at this point now we're getting to the two thousands. Yeah. It's not that innovative anymore. Yeah. So I guess it's He's an amazing musician and I love his songs. Yeah. He's just not as dynamic. Like Maxwell, you're like, yes, please. Yeah. With, the, with music, you're just like, yeah, he's cool. But like we've talked about before, sometimes when you are in a subgenre yeah. and you're after the crest of that subgenre, yes. it sounds better later on when you can remove it from it's like yes okay now that this has been going on for a few years this sounds kind of like all right i've heard this before yeah yes but now that you can go back to it and isolate it and listen to it on its own merits better it's like oh this is this is really this good. is really good this is up yeah. there 
Yeah, because by the time this had come out, oh yeah, this is from Nutty Professors too. <laughs> I forgot about that. The clumps. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, by the time 2000 came out, Ma- uh, Maxwell and D'Angelo had had two albums. On yeah, them. yeah. So you're like, okay, guys. Neo Soul's not so Neo anymore. Yeah, it's a little. You know, you're just you came on. You came along a little later. That's yeah, all. Yeah. But yeah, I love this song. And then he had another big hit with the uh, called uh, Half Crazy. That might even be a little bigger than this in the R&B circles. Half Crazy is more of a slow jam. What radio station in L.A. do you listen to for your R&B? I'm either listening to KCRW. KCRW, sure. Uh, KJLH. K- is, KG, what is it? KJLH. KG, KGLH. KJ. KJLH. KJLH, which is 102.3. Mm-hmm. And that is, if I'm not mistaken... Stevie Wonder's radio station. Oh. Think he bought... Well, he bought it like years ago. Like yeah. decades ago. I don't know if it got bought out. It probably got bought out. But I think that's the... I think that's the... Um, his his station. I'm going to make a note of that. What I don't o- listen to the radio often, but sometimes I'm in my car. I forget the aux cable. I have to listen to the radio. 102.3. Yeah. Uh, particularly on Saturday. Like uh, if you're out doing errands on a Saturday uh, mid-morning... You'll hear a lot of it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have oh. yet another artist whose name I don't recognize. Oh, we've talked about this. is This is the one band I have. Oh, this is a band. This is a band. Lucy Pearl Lucy is Pearl. a band. Yes. Okay. Lucy Pearl. This is where I'm bringing in Tony, Tony, Tony. Because mm-hmm. this is Raphael. This is the super group. This oh. is Raphael Sadiq. From Tony, Tony, Tony. This is Don Robinson. From En Vogue. And this is Ali Shahi Muhammad. From Tribe Called Quest. Yes. Wow. Put them all together. The DJ from a Tribe Called yes. Quest was in a super group with a guy from Tony, Tony, Tony and Dawn from En Vogue. Yes. And they're called Lucy Pearl. How do you think Fife felt about that since he was the one who rapped about having a crush on Dawn from <laughs> Oh, that's right. I'm sure he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, he did say he used to have a crush on Yeah. Him. But did any of us really... Only used to have a crush on Don from En Vogue. Well, I mean, I, I, once you have a crush on Don from En Vogue, it's for life. It's it's forever. I was also more of a Cindy and a uh, 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 Terry. I know, I yeah, Terry. me too. I'm but a Terry. like, really, all of them. I mean, come on. They're, yes, like, yes. So yeah. I thought I might have. This was their big hit, uh, "Dance Tonight." This yeah. is actually real mid tempo too. They had a couple other big jams, but this was uh, two thousand. This is the supergroup. And when this came out, people were like, they they did it. Yeah. They put the supergroup together. That's I mean, that's quite I'd never heard of this, but that's quite a group. Yes. Yeah. This is a little this might be a little too mellow because yeah. and wait, it, wait, what year is this? Two thousand. Okay. Like two thousand again. So when you hear this, you would think, Oh my god, this supergroup is gonna just blow it out their fucking speakers. Yeah. It's a little it's a little more subdued, but it's a good song. You're all your favorites from nineteen ninety two. Are here together. <laughs> yep. In, uh, in 2000. Yeah. Again. CPL. Yep. Slow motion basketball. Hit that jumper. Get it. Nothing but change. There they are. Okay. It was this Don, was such Don a Ali big deal. Ra- yeah. It was such a big deal that they was all got together. It was insane. 
Oh, I think I just saw Midnight Marauders on the shelf oh, of records. That's genius. And, like, Raphael Sadiq is kind of like the... Not grandfather, because he's not that old, but like, Tony, 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 their third album, Sons of Soul, they're like, that's like proto-neo-soul. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they started out a little bit New Jacky because they had to. Oh, sure, yeah. When he, in fact, he was saying uh, in, the, in the Questlove video, uh, interview, their first song, Baby Doll, is real New Jacky, and a lot of the execs were like, put your bass down. Just, mm-hmm. just dance and sing in front. We, they don't want to see you be a band. Yeah. And so for the first two albums, he's like, ah, I didn't really like show that I could play. Yeah, I didn't even know he was a bass player. Yeah, he could play all instruments. Yeah. yeah. Style out as a bassist. Yep. Now Don, of course, was the troublemaker in Vogue, and she's out of the group at this point, right? Yeah. She's not doing double duty with no. Lucy Pearl. At she's out. She's gone. Yeah. She's out. She's gone. Yeah. And. Uh, that's a wonderful segue, Paul, because I'm going to read this to you while the song plays. Okay. Is this the story of what ended up happening to Lucy Pearl? Yes. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> In May 2000, yeah. Lucy Pearl released their self-titled album. With this, is their, this was their single that came out. Huge hit. May 2000. In October 2000, Robinson left the group. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in November of 2000, a month later, Lucy Pearl appeared on BET Network show 106 in Park to announce the new addition of singer Joa to the lineup. Lucy Pearl disbanded in late 2001. Uh, so quick. Who was that other singer? Joa. From- she was... She wasn't anybody big. Okay. Like, you, you kind of, like, heard her name. Like, as a, she's a really good singer. Yeah. She didn't have the cachet that Don Ross. Yeah, if you're going to be a super group, you can't... You can't lose some like it's you got to replace who's in it. There yeah. was a big, big rumor that they're like, "Hey, what if it's Lucy Pearl? If Dawn left, let's put in D'Angelo." Because they all knew each other, yeah. they're all friends, and they're yeah. all in that same circle. But it never really happened. Do you know anything about like why she left? Did she just like quit unceremoniously? Well, I think there's more here. There's so static between there's a little, them. It's yeah. not great. Okay. It's not. It's not. It's, well, that's Dawn for yes. you. In 2009, a reunion was attempted, but failed after Muhammad started a lawsuit against Sadiq. Oh, shit. Yes. Robinson also cited Sadiq's jealousy toward herself and Muhammad as another reason for declining the reunion. Okay. In 2020, Robinson participated in many interviews discussing Lucy Pearl. Robinson stated that the group was originally formed to do only one album, and after the tour had finished, the group agreed to disband. Yeah. Uh, Robinson claims she did not know she was replaced by Joie until the show 106 in Park was aired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. A whole lot of controversy, not surprising. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. And, uh, and we know that, that, uh, Don gets, Don has beef with a lot of people. <laughs> you know, Raphael kind of does too. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, I know who Tony, Tony, Tony is. I don't know anything about Raphael Sadiq. Yeah, I mean, he's really the, he's the... He's the musical genius behind it. Yeah. His brother uh, uh, is the one who was like, we're pushing, we're making a band and we're doing this. Yeah. Well, Raphael was like the musical genius who put it all together. But like, I, just listening to his interview, he had a little beef with um, Don Cornelius. I feel like Don Cornelius, like, yeah, pisses a lot of people off. He too. pisses a lot of people off. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a little beef that they... You would hear, like, he would have acts on the show, but he, like, wouldn't like them. <laughs> yes. And apparently, uh, this one was, uh, 
when he, early Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. He got to see uh, New Edition, got to do more rehearsal time than Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. And Rob Sadiq was like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. And so, like, they, he walked off. Oh, okay. Raphael's a big, I'm going to walk so off. So he's just got this. a lot of ego. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then they made up. And then the best, the other final Raphael Sadiq stories, he, early Tony, Tony played uh, open for Bobby Brown. Yeah. And when Bobby was at his, you know, height. And during sound checks, when Bobby uh, wanted his time, he would just go ahead and start unplugging shit. <laughs> during the middle of their sound check, he'd be like, you're done. Yeah. That's it. You're done. <laughs> Raphael's like, he's, Raphael's like, we're friends and we're, still, we're cool with each other. But he was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And Bobby's like, no, nope, my turn. All right, Bobby. Yeah. Which is <laughs> like Bobby as fuck. Just Bobby as fuck. Just egos. Just. Oh, yeah, fuck. I don't know any specific stories about Don Robinson. I just know in general, like, everyone in music says she's a bitch. Yeah, like, she's basically. really hard to work with. Yeah. And then, like, Cindy and Terry are, like, trademark uh, in Vogue. Yeah, there's a, that kind of yes. thing. But it was all rough. The, like, the, the climax effect. Yes. Luther hated them when they toured them, and they hated Luther. Luther and, hated En Vogue. Yeah, hated them. Yeah. And she, they hated them back, but... I mean, I love En Vogue for, like, when, as I, as I often mention, like, the time in the early 90s when I awakened to pop culture at the age of, like, 9 or 10. Yeah. Coincided pretty much exactly with Funky Divas being, like, the uh, biggest album in the world. huge. Uh, so I just have such a huge soft spot yeah. for En Vogue because of that. They're great. Yeah. But it is, like, Lucy Pearl could have been, like, bigger. They could have just yeah, gone I on. I never heard of Lucy Pearl. Literally, they, yeah. they, I, they recorded like two singles with Joa. Yeah. They might have done an album to do anything. Also, no disrespect to Ali Shaheed Muhammad because I love Tribe Called Quest yeah. more than maybe any other hip-hop group. And as the DJ, he's essential to them. But also as the DJ in a hip-hop group, I never think of him doing other projects outside yeah. of his hip-hop yeah i mean i'm, I'm sure they're not a, the djs aren't the stars yeah right? yeah it was just i think he was more like a producer guy yeah yeah, yeah. for lucy pearl I and didn't, i don't i didn't know that lee shaheed muhammad ever did anything other than yeah. tribe stuff so they had the lucy pearl lucy pearl there you go oh sued Raphael City. <laughs> yes he did and things got bad yeah uh now we're gonna go deep cut this okay. is a this is kind of a one-hit wonder neo soul um You'll love this too. This is another Anne favorite. Okay. Uh, because of uh, one line you know, that you I like anything Anne likes. Just so you're good. Yeah. This is 2001. Uh, Sunshine Anderson is her name. Mm-hmm. And heard it all before. And I'll tell you the part that Anne just like. She loves it. She just laughs when she hears it. This song? Yeah. Or she likes Sunshine this Anderson? This is not honestly Charlotte. the only song I know from Sunshine okay. Anderson. Uh, she's out of Charlotte, I think. And so this is 2001. It's 2001. a jam. Yeah. And she's got that, she's got that real soul. Her voice has got a real soul voice to it. What you saying? It's not even like that. It wasn't like that, but I saw it. Baby, I don't love her. You don't love me. I love talking on it. I know. This is on the single, too. Yeah. Not only do I love talking over a record, but specifically I love an argument. Oh, yeah. This whole thing is an argument song. Oh, that wah-wah guitar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah a real missile. And then it's got a lot of keyboard. She's got that deep voice. Yep. Who does she remind me of? The boys? Yeah. Mary J. Blige? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe they're yeah. deeper. 
This is such a good diss track. I mean, and she still like does like tours and stuff like that. Yeah. But this is the big song. It's coming up. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. It's real hooky. Yeah. The head is sh- I had to shut you down. Ant's always saying that. It's like, I had to shut you down. So you know who it reminds me of? And I don't think this is who I was thinking of before, but who also it reminds me of a little bit. Can you imagine Amy Winehouse doing this? <gasps> I can't. The, the, the music. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's really interesting. I could hear that. Yeah. It's funny. In a lot of, like, lists, uh... They, they put Amy Winehouse as Neo Soul. Yeah, sure. Which, yeah, I can see it. It's almost Neo Neo Soul by the time yeah. she comes out. Yeah. 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 And take it to the streets. Yeah, it sounds a little bit like Amy Winehouse doing like Valerie. Yeah. Or, you know, like, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I like shit. I, I like such a... Because she's not fucking around in this song. Yeah, it's a little more aggro. It's yeah. like as aggro as Neo Soul gets. Yeah, she's like, I'm not fucking playing this shit. Yeah. But this was a huge fucking hit. This is 2001, yeah. I still play this song to this day, and it's 20 years old. Yeah, That's great. what's crazy. This song is 20 years old. Yeah. Like, that's the thing with Neo Soul. It never sounds particularly dated. Right. We're like, I heard, the other day I heard, I heard a fucking Drew Hill song. Yeah. Randomly, I was like, this sounds Oh, <laughs> and that's yeah, like I don't like it when people point out that 2001 is 20 years ago. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Don't care for that. No. There's also like a neo soul vibe in the videos, which is kind of like alternative, uh, progressive. Like even the microphone, it's like that old timey microphone, and everyone's yeah. kind of dressed casual, but then a funky hipster casual. No, I, yeah, it's it's hard to put your finger on, but it's just a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's definitively a vibe, which again goes back to it makes sense to label it because it's yeah. a, it's a movement almost. And this is like the 2001 version of that Nina Cherry video, but yeah. it's it's yeah, good point. It's different, but it's the same vibe. Yeah, it's very simple. different fashion, different era, different but fashion. But you that, could yeah. put you could interchange the people in the video. Yeah, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, they all fit. Yeah, she should have bigger songs. She only had this big one, which was huge. Yeah, this is real good. Yeah. She's cool. Yeah. Where is Sunshine Anderson right now? Shutting someone down. <laughs> she uh, had to. She had to. She, she had, had to. to. She heard it all before, and she's like, no, I'm shutting it down. I had to. That was cool. Look who's working now. Yeah, I'm liking all this. I'm glad you're liking this. This makes me happy. Okay, now we're going to get into Erica Badu. Erica Badu. Obviously, Erica Badu, queen of Neo Soul. Yeah. Been around since, I think, 96 or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was a ton of stuff, but I wanted to put this in so I could put Common in because this is a a collaboration with Common. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Common was, even though he's a rapper, was huge in Neo Soul. Sure. Like, was just around that scene. So, like... Yeah, because he was always... Uh, I don't know. How do you characterize his subgenre of hip-hop? 
Yeah, I can't say neo rap, but it's very, it's very, very chill. Yes, uh, it's that chill. It's not vibe. jazz rap. No, it's not like native tongues. No, but it's yeah, it's it is. It makes sense that he crossed over. With he crossed over. So like a lot of neo soul had the roots in it. Yeah. Uh, yes. A uh, lot of nappy too. roots were in it. Yeah. So they all had that. So I put comments. So this is and this is a. This is a an ode to hip hop. This song, it's the love of my life. What year is this? Two thousand. This is two thousand and two. Two. And uh, it's off the Brown Sugar soundtrack, which is a great movie. I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. Oh, Brown Sugar is great. Brown Sugar stars Tay Diggs uh, as a Tay music Diggs. executive, and uh, oh, at the time he was Mo's Def, but he changed his name. I'm blanking on his name. Oh. Um, I forget too. I feel really guilty. Yeah, about me that. too. Yeah. And the Queen Latifah's in it. And the lead female is amazing, and she was in Love and Basketball, and I can't remember her name. I'm blanking on it. I'm going to look it up now. But this is great. This is Erica Badu uh, doing Love of My Life, an ode to hip-hop. And it's not on any of her albums. It's just on no, the soundtrack. No, it's strictly on the soundtrack. Right here, what you want to do is go back. What you want to do is Sonya Lathan. Sonya okay. Lathan. She's been around a ton of stuff. No one sounds like Eric. No one sounds like Eric. This was the, actually the one where I was like, what fucking Eric Badu song am I going to put on? Yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot I, of choices. I, I was either, I, it really boiled down to, that's the original Crazy Legs. Sorry, that's the Crazy Legs is one of the original breakers. Okay. Um, from the 80s. But like, I narrowed it down to uh, Window Seat and, and uh, love, of, love of My Life. And I chose this just so I could put it in common. If I was picking an Erica Badu song for an episode of Music Radio, can I guess? Sure. Tyrone? Too obvious. Okay. Because it wouldn't be on and on. No, her performing I Want You on Chappelle's show. Oh! That's what I would have done. Ooh, that would have been good. I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen that in a while. I love Erica Badu. She's so great. I used to have this running joke in, on my Twitter account. MC Light! Yeah. This is a little interlude. Watch. And now Erica's going to break. Watch. That's just for the video. That was only. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just. Yeah, that's not in the song. Now there's Common. Common. You told me Common was in it. You didn't warn me that MC Light was going to show up. I totally forgot that MC Light was in the video. Wow. Because I just know Common the song. So the whole is video, that Chuck D? Yeah. They're basically, because the song is an ode to hip-hop, yeah. it's her going through like a time machine of hip-hop yeah. and seeing all these greats. That's why you saw Crazy Lakes MC Light. This video is like the cover of Midnight Marauder. <laughs> yes! She's amazing. She's so amazing. She's just so like... She's just her. Ugh. Yeah, back back when Twitter was still like funny and jokes, and it wasn't just like people saying hot takes and yeah. teenagers shaming you. Uh, I had this running joke where like anytime Erica Badu was in the news, I would say like, 
my sister Erica is up to this again. And then at the end of the tweet, I would put like, Erica Badu is my sister. My real name is Paul Badu. And I don't even remember how it started, but to me, the joke is just like, I can't think of anyone else in the world who I'm less like yes. than Erica Badu. How long did you get, let that light joke up? I did it many times over the years. Like, just any time I would notice that Erica Badu was in the headlines somehow. I'd be like, oh, my sister Erica did this. And then I would say, oh, Erica Badu is my sister. My real name is Paul Badu. Paul Badu's got a good ring to him. But, yeah, it does. But, like, I'm just so uncool, and she's just so cool. So cool. <laughs> that the idea that I am in any way related to her... Figuratively, let alone literally, is just so impossible to conceive. Yeah, it was very funny to me to 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 say like, Erica Badu's my sister. My sister. Yeah, we're related. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's so like, and that's why I think why she's besides her sound, the queen of like near souls. Like, she just like does what she wants. Yeah, she's super eccentric. Yes. and also, like, kind of hard to work with, I think. I think so. You'll hear, yeah, but, but you know. But she still works. But you never know if that's true or yeah. if it's sexism or racism or exactly. both. But, you know, it's just Erica being she's Erica. always Yeah, she's always been sort of like a weirdo musical genius, which is right up my alley, of course. That's probably why you like Erica, because yeah. she's so eclectic. Yeah. Yeah, and she just does her own thing. Yeah. She does a cover of... Uh, is it Sylvia Striplin who does You Can't Turn Me Away, which is sampled in Get Money? And Erica oh. does a song that's a cover of both of oh them. Oh my god. Like it's a cover of You Can't Turn Me Away, but it interpolates the Get Money hook. I have to look that up. I haven't heard it's that. It's so oh, good. We have to play that after yeah. the show. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's some good it's stuff. Real good. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some good stuff. Um, all right, number nine. Uh, gonna, another artist who I don't recognize. This this is my favorite deep cut of the show. Ooh. This is some uh, this is some British neo soul. This is this is another duo. They're friends. Uh, this is Floetry. I kinda love and hate that name. <laughs> Floetry. Yeah. Well, here's what's even better. Yeah. This is their first single that they ever did called Floetic. Floetic. Yes. <laughs> And I had this album. It was one of those. It was just. It was on the radio. I was like, "Well, this is fucking great." And I yeah. bought it. It's fucking great. They are very much. Even though it says flowetry, it's very much. Uh, uh, po- it is very much poetry. It's very much uh, uh, slam poetry. Oh, not ooh. the songs. Not the songs. Yeah, their vibe. Okay, their vibe. This song's fucking great. Flowetry is great. I just. I want to point out in case the mic is picking it up. It's raining it's right now. It's pouring fucking rain It's now. pouring rain in Los Angeles, which happens like maybe once, maybe twice a year. Yeah. The fact that it's raining so hard while we're recording an episode of the podcast about Neo Soul, to me, is the best. Is flowetic. We should be having a candle lit right now. <laughs> this is a shame on us. Yeah, yeah. And it just right at, right at flowetic. Yeah, all right. It's great. Let's hit it. Yeah. I kind of hope the mic is picking up the <laughs> Me too, because it's beautiful. This, this, this bounces too. And what year did you say? 2002. Two, okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, sure. They're the British Ligurians. Yeah. A little bit. That's the vibe. <laughs> I love this song. You step on two. Yeah, so it's Marsha Ambrosius and Natalie Stewart. Ambrosius? Ambrosius? Ambrosius. That's, I feel like that's got to be a stage name. It's a great name. Yeah. But they, um, yeah, they're from London. And uh, they, they don't really, uh, they went, they did like maybe two albums. Yeah. And then uh, became solo artists. And then they they write for a lot of people. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they tour together every now and then. They fucking wrote, uh, I wish uh, Katie Willis here because I'd throw this in her face. Yeah. They wrote Michael Jackson's Butterflies. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the oh, song wow. that I long that, that, that Katie hates. Like, yeah. Katie doesn't understand. And that I just don't know. Yeah. Oh. So the fact that they wrote Butterflies like that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Loetry wrote a song for Michael Jackson. Yes. I didn't know that. They wrote, they wrote Butterflies, one of his last singles. Yeah. 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 Is this the, like, most hip-hop of the songs on, on in the episode, do you think? Uh, unless you... Well, I guess you would the Erica Badu with all the hip-hop in it. It's that's more about hip hop. More about I think this record is. I think I think this this beat is more. Yeah, yeah. It's more rappy. Yeah, yeah. And the album is a mix, so it has a lot of like R and B. It has a lot of it has a lot of these beats too. And that's the thing. Like they say it. There's someone who's the flow assist, and there's someone who's the songstress. So they have the rapper and the singer. Classic dynamic. Classic dynamic. One yeah. who's crazy and one who's cool. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Like, I'm the one with the wild hair and the crazy fashion yeah. sense. And I'm the one sexy. I wear a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Again, having watched all of these in a row, mm-hmm. I'm glad this is the case. There is such a similar vibe to all the videos. Yeah. A, a similar color palette. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, a lot of it's slow definitely motion. definitely a neo-soul thing. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of slow motion. A lot of just... Cool people in hipster outfits, but not obnoxious. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I played the shit out of this one. This I never even heard. It. I mean, we we are so in Kirk's world right now. Yeah, I don't think we've we've been this deep in your world Probably since like the, the New Jack Swing yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got one more. We got one. More now, this artist. So I love Jill Scott, dude. I listen to A Long Walk at least once a day, every day for like three years. As well, you should, because that song is fucking classic. I love that song. I know every word to that song. That's great. And when I play it alone at home with the windows all shut tight and I know that no one can hear me, I will sing along. Yay! Every word of a As long well walk. you should. I just want to point out, since we're talking about Jill Scott, uh, a few days ago, your friend and mine, Greg Smith, posted a funny little Twitter poll. Because he's a jokester. Yeah. And he just posted it as a joke. Where he said, which insurance company has the best jingle oh and it was state farm nationwide or uh farmers Mm -hmm. 
They all have recognizable yeah. little jingles that we all know. And I said, dude, it's not even a question yep. because Jill Scott <laughs> singing Nationwide yes. is on your side in the commercials that she did. I love it. Is the most beautiful thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my <laughs> whole life. Yes. Feels so good to be careful. <laughs> oh, Jill so Scott good. singing Nationwide is on your side. So good. Like... Oh, like yeah. the best jingle ever. Jill Scott. I love Jill Scott so much. I love her. Uh, I have all of her albums. Her first three albums were just bangers. Yeah. Just back to back. Yeah. Again, that's one of those. She was an underground artist that I just heard on KCRW. Yeah. That they would play at night. And I was like, oh my God, this is fucking great. Yeah. I played, I played her for the Philly episode. Yeah. Did we do a long walk or was no. it something else? We did something else. Yeah. Uh, I can't. No, we did a long walk. It was a long walk. It was a long walk. Yeah, that, I mean that's yeah, the that's, that's the, the big song. hit. That's the one. That's yeah, and there's a couple others. I was like, oh, should I play Golden or Hate on Me? But I wanted again to bring another neo soul guy in. So this is a duet with uh, a guy named Anthony Hamilton, who's kind of like came way later and is probably one of the last neo soul musicians. They all still play now, but like at the tail end of the, like that movement. Yeah, it's him. So this is uh, 2011. Oh, yes. jumping all the way to the Jill 2010s. Scott and Anthony Hamilton doing So in Love, a, a ballad. Well, no, I'm sorry, a duet, but it's a jam. Did you save Jill for last because you know I want to marry her? Or is that just a coincidence? I did it, uh, I did it did chronological. in chronological yeah. order. Okay, I'm glad this is how we're going to end yes. the show, though. And you're going to listen to Anthony Hamilton's voice and you'll be like, holy shit. Okay. He sounds, he sounds like he belongs in 1974. Ooh. Is that Anthony Hamilton yeah. or is that an actor? That's Anthony Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, so in love. This was a number one hit for R&B. R&B, R&B Charlie yeah. Chips. Oh, it's her smile. God damn it. Oh, Jill. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Hamilton's real cool. Yeah. He looks like if Will I Am didn't suck. Yeah, <laughs> well said. <laughs> but listen to his voice. It's kind of like that Teddy Pendergrass. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. It's a deep ass voice. Oh yeah, he should have been in like a Philly soul group. Yeah. Yeah. And his he had uh, two albums in 2003, 2005. Yeah. First one was called Ain't Nobody Worrying, and then oh no, that was the second one. What was the first one? Oh, Coming Where From Coming From Where I'm From. Those two albums highly recommend. So like bluesy neo soul, that voice. And then here's Jill. Oh, oh, that's so good. And this song's great too. It's so happy. Yeah, I've never heard this one before. Yeah. They just do an album together. Oh yeah, and it was just him guesting for her. Yeah, that was it. Now, even though we skipped ahead like 10 years, it's still that same... It's still the same vibe. Yeah, we skipped uh, nine color years. Color palette, yeah. same... Yeah. Listen yeah. to this bridge, though. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yes, come on. Can't help it. I can't wait to listen to this with headphones later oh. so I can hear that bass. It's so good. And there's Anthony right here. Ready? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. 
shells, motherfucker! Oh, so good. I wait. I think something's gonna happen that's gonna make you happy. Oh, they're so good together. It even. It even makes me think of uh, Marvin Gaye and Tammy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, talking. Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> I, I broke Paul. Jill Scott and Anthony Hamilton, Neo Soul with talking. Wow. And I love that it's 2011. Like, yeah. look how alive this still is. Oh. He's so good. And just, it's just a happy video. Like it's like almost like a it's just a party. Um, Who's not so in love with Jill? Who's, I, mean, I mean, I mean, if Jill Scott smiled, like you just feel like yeah, I, I know. I've touched God. She's just human sunshine. Yes, not sunshine Anderson. But. No, she shuts it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jill Scott has just been in my heart for oh. ever. I, want, I wish I was at that party. No, oh, how crazy <laughs> that party would be. Oh, that party you, looks so good. You know, because it's a grown-up party. It's a grown, yes. It's a grown-ass party. People are just dancing and having fun. There's good food there. Yeah. And it's probably like, okay, it's 10.30. Everyone's got to go. Yeah. Wonderful to see you. Kiss, we, kiss, bye-bye. We still want eight hours tonight. Yeah. But... <laughs> uh, we're not old. No, no, no. 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 We're not old at all. We're middle-aged. Yeah. That's fine. That's it's not fine. old. That's not old. That's not old. Dude, what a way to end it. Yeah, that was definitely my then. favorite. I mean, that and the Erica Badu especially. Oh, that I, was so good. I man. knew you were going to like the I knew you were going to like the Jill Scott. I had high expectations for you from this episode <laughs> and you exceeded the oh, shit out of them, man. Thank you. I love that journey. Oh, I'm glad I took it. I'm going to make a playlist out of all these oh, songs. Oh, that's great. I'm like, why don't I listen to more Neo Soul? That's why I'm here. That was so good. I'm glad. That was yeah. a lot of fun. And just just to be like, hey, we did our knee, we did our due diligence. I can't believe it took us almost 90 episodes to do a knee. That's on me for not asking you to do it. <laughs> we do that all the time, too. We're like, oh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Why are we doing all these sequels? We have not covered <laughs> all the cover ground we need to soul. cover. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're going to... We, Get ready because I want Neo Soul to Neo Soul too. Oh, there's so much. I mean, <laughs> I'd actually, I'm actually. I mean, I didn't put D'Angelo on. I didn't put Lauren Hill on. Yeah. Well, hey, there's yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's room. Uh, do you have any uh, final remarks to wrap it up or keep listening to Neo Soul? <laughs> yeah. Keep the dream alive. Yeah. Well, look, we started in 1992. Yeah. We went to 2011. Yep. Um, it's still out there. And 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 like you said, there's such a visual through line with all yeah. those videos. It's like, yeah, this uh still exists. It's still the same vibe. It's uh Yeah. Yeah. It all sounds good. It's all happy. It's not yeah, it's like New Jack Swing has almost a real definite like start point and it literally point. has okay, here's eighty eight, here's ninety two. Yeah, the yeah. end. But this this subgenre is not like that. This yeah, it clearly keeps, it keeps it going. lives on, and I'm yeah. glad that you demonstrated that. I'm I'm glad we did. It was wonderful. But that's the end of this episode of Music Raygun. Music Raygun is produced and co-hosted by me, Paul Champanelli, and me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed. Please check out his stuff on Bandcamp. That's B A G W E E D. Until next time. See ya. Yeah.